On this week's episode of the Superhero Show Show, we'll find out if the MCU's first special presentation is a good format for them, if there's a lot of rehashed footage in an episode of X-Men the Animated Series called Xavier Remembers, and if She-Hulk finally fully breaks through her final wall, the fourth wall. All that and more on an all-new episode of the Superhero Show Show. What's up, nerds? Welcome to the Superhero Show Show, the only show on the internet that reviews every single live-action television show based on a comic book, as well as some of the animated ones. My name is Cassie, and I will be the host for this episode. I've got my friends here to help me out. First of all, there's Ryan. Oh my god, that one! I was so scared. If you were going to be first, or just like if I was going to nail I re- it, no, I thought you were going to send it to somebody else before me. Oh, Ryan, I have... I would have been fine. I would have been fine. You know that, right? Bullshit! No. History has shown that you No, but like are I'm not... a new person. I'm on new medication, and I mm-hmm. would have been cool with it. Go ahead. Start it over. Do you want me to start over? Yeah, start it over. It, like, I'm going to throw it to someone else. I mean, yeah. I, you know cool. what? I bet your problem is that you can't not throw it to me. Okay, I think cool. that you have to throw it to me first because you're so scared about hosting the show. Cool, cool, cool. Great. Um, Superhero Show Show. Got some friends with me. Oh, Ryan's here. Yeah, there he is. There he is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Cassie, thank you for having me. Uh, uh-huh. It's been a rough week. Just flew in from Thousand Island. Wow, that's that's far. <laughs> the ranch place? <laughs> I was at the ranch then. <laughs> and what? it was crazy. <laughs> Why was it crazy, Ryan? <laughs> well, I just didn't know. Like Everybody was like had all these clothes on. And I didn't know how I should be dressing. Oh. Always overalls. <laughs> Are you having you set him up for that one? I don't know if that's what I set him up for. <laughs> it was exactly that. Where else would it lead? Yeah, how how else could, mm, <laughs> I'm out. That other one you hear is Mike, who's actually out now. Bye, Mike. See ya. Did you Bye. notice, uh, not to like stay too on topic, but because uh, we're doing Werewolf by Night tonight, but mm. as Mike got frustrated by me, he just went... <laughs> <laughs> I'm a bit of a pig. <laughs> We've always said that about you. Um, and finally, Caitlin's here. I'll do that, Caitlin. Cool, thank you. Thank yes. you so much. It's me. Hi, Caitlin's here. Caitlin, um, do you want to come in? How was your ranch? Did you fly in from it? I do not uh, stand by ranch, and I exiled myself from Ranch Island um, a while ago. It was bold of you. It was, it was so brave of you. What? I know you don't eat salad because you're yeah. a child, but yeah. if you did, what kind of salad <laughs> dressing would you use then? If you don't fuck with ranch, absolutely none. No, butter, just eat dry butter on your your monster. Know. Christ, you are food crimes incarnate. Butter on my butter. salad. I buttered, isn't that called buttered lettuce or something you like that? Filthy monster. <laughs> she likes it, right? sal- She likes a buttered lettuce. I know. I know my greens. Um, That's the devil's lettuce. <laughs> That's the only green I know. Uh, this, yep, we're doing a big show tonight. <laughs> um, we're going to be talking about Werewolf by Night. So um, we're celebrating the holiday season. We've got our own werewolf in studio. Caitlin, you're in charge of wrangling that. Of course, I'm always good at wrangling werewolves. I have lots of practice. Um, but let's go ahead and go to that main segment right now. 
In Marvel's first special presentation, Werewolf by Night, infamous monster hunter Ulysses Bloodstone has died and gathered some of the top monster hunters from around the world to compete for the Bloodstone and take his place as the leader. Competitors include his estranged daughter and mysterious nice guy Jack, who might not be everything he seems. Shot 90% in black and white and acting as homage to old horror movies, Taste Buds, I ask you this. How does Werewolf by Night distinguish itself as the first project of its kind? Excellent question, Ryan. Thank you. Uh, this. How long have we been in Phase 4? A few years now? Man, it feels like forever. Like since Endgame? This is my favorite Phase 4 project by so let me, far. Let me ask you to specify. Is it the only thing that is good? No, I liked Shang-Chi a lot. I loved WandaVision, loved Loki. Uh, other things happened, I think. Uh, this was so up my specific alley, but one of the most exciting things was, wow, this feels different than normal MCU. And I like normal MCU, but what a different cool thing they're doing. Can here. I say something real quick? That uh, Not to give away any spoilers for the future of this episode that we're doing, but what a week for the MCU. What a wild and crazy uh-huh. week for the MCU. They, they can do it all. I was really confused by this. I had no idea what I was walking into, and it just seemed like a scary movie, like like a quote unquote scary movie, like a, a werewolf movie. In I a good d- way. Um, I mean, like it was more delightful than any other werewolf movie I've ever seen, besides okay. Twilight. Even Twilight. <laughs> besides <laughs> Twilight, of course. But no, I, it was it was a lot of fun. But I wasn't expecting that, and there was like no Marvel type feels to it isn't it nice to take a break from marvel (laughs) that's what it it didn't seem like a marvel project it seemed like a side like thing that was on disney plus just like a a disney channel movie or something that's what they should have been doing the last 10 years the comics are all over the place oh my god how nice is it for the shows to also feel different that was good i liked it i was just not expecting it the um it had like a weird sense of humor that was like perfect it was like a subtle humor that i didn't know marvel could pull off instead of wisecracks yeah it I think was that we're all over wisecracks right mm-hmm. and for then sure. for this for the director and the tone to be jokey but not the characters not the characters to be like like no. that 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 worked out really well <laughs> the jokes are that like ulysses ulysses bloodstone who is dead and we find out like he's oh this legend people worship him is this fucking weird animatronic <laughs> like, I have died. Ha ha ha. I will be rotting for you. And the people are like, what the? Which I, like, I was so torn. Like, I immediately started imagining Mike's funeral. Yeah. And I was like, he did that shit. And that makes me so sad and yet so happy at but the same time. You will also give the same speech Elsa's stepmom gave talking about how I was a lover without equal. It's <laughs> a great comedic moment of Elsa's face as her stepmom's going yeah. on about what a great her dad had. <laughs> the casual like Ugh. but we gotta we gotta break down to it is this refreshing because we're so sick of marvel shtick and again at the end of the, this podcast we're gonna talk about marvel talking about its own shtick mm-hmm. or was it actually good on its own merit i that i think it is and again that's why i said this is two up my alley is this is the shit i've loved since i was a kid the like the 1940s, 1950s, to hammer horror movies like this. Very cheesy, but funny and dark all at once. Uh, and just, what a beautiful setup. Five hunters have to kill each other and hunt down a monster. This is, yeah. oh, I love this shit. I mean, think about every monster movie, much less werewolf movie that you watch. Uh, so th- this is sort of in two parts. This is The first part is 
a bunch of monster hunters have to hunt down the man thing or Ted. Ted. And then the <laughs> and then the back half is we know who Jack uh, Russell. Jack Russell. Scarier. <laughs> Um, and now we're in a werewolf movie where it's not teenagers, it's monster hunters. That elevates the stakes. Yes. Wait, hold up. Is his name really Jack Russell? It really Jack is. Russell. Like, yeah. like a fucking that's, dog? That's why they only say Jack in this movie. Yeah. Fuck, that's good. Okay, but is, is this based on like a comic book that you guys have read before or like know no, about? No, this is from the 70s where they were like, well, we don't have to just do superheroes. We'll do Shang-Chi and yeah. we'll tackle the Kung Fu world. We'll do Werewolf by Night and tackle and uh, Tomb of Dracula and tackle the horror world. Hmm. I've they they're in the M, the 616 like they're in Marvel continuity, yeah. but I've never read an issue of Mar- uh, Werewolf by Night. I think I read one like as a joke. And you were like, uh, "Ew." <laughs> <laughs> uh, but this is Moon Knight showed up in the first issue of Werewolf by Night. Moon really? Knight was a antagonist for Jack Russell. Interesting. I I my favorite part about it because again, I had no idea what, what I was walking into was how they really stuck to like the whole black and white and that whole like um, like the atmosphere and everything. Like even mm-hmm. how they filmed it, there was like the the camera lights in the corner and the like cigarette every, burns. burns. The cigarette yeah. burns mm-hmm. in the corner, like all that. Like how they they stuck to that, and then there was overacting. But that's they overacted because sure. that's how it would be, and it was it was fun. And we should talk about um, the lead antagonist. Oh, Who, she. I will say I will call her BB uh, from Frasier. She was Frasier's agent. Okay. In the TV show Frasier, I think of her as the American. Uh, what's Olivia Coleman? Uh, yes, she was in Phantom Thread, and she was uh-huh. also an antagonist in that. Um, here she is the stepmother, and uh-huh. I have to say, uh, just one of our best. She should be getting roles like Olivia Coleman does. Right. I, I thought she was amazing in this part. Never saw a bit of scenery she couldn't shoot a bit. No. <laughs> just, I will she destroy was everything around me. Uh, was there any part of it that you thought guys thought was like, it's all supposed to be like the humor is like cheap humor, but was any of it? Did it fall flat for you guys? No. Any part of it? Or was it all? Honestly, the thing that fell flat was why are we going so far to do this with the cigarette burns and all the black, like all of the shots are angled as if we're watching a uh, James Whale, like as if we're watching Dracula. Uh huh. And then Man Thing was CGI. Why was that not mm. practical effects? But I was thought it? he looked good because he was black and there's, white. We, there's a picture of yeah. Man Thing online, like it's a practical, like a prop. I think they Jurassic Parked it. Yeah. I think he's practical and they CGI'd on top of him. But there was so much. I mean, the the vast majority of Ted was CGI. Hulk looking. I didn't think so. I, I don't didn't know. Think so either. It, it did not yeah, bother there's me. There's one part where he's running down the hallway. Oh, like, the, like the run was. But didn't it was point five it. seconds. And but, you know what won me over is Gail Garcia Burnell's he's so excited when like the first time we meet Ted is this horrific growl in hand pulls Jack in and he looks scared for a second, then he just like hugs the hand and goes, Oh, it's go so good to see you. Uh-huh. Always gotta save you, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> and oh, is that is that thing in your back hurting you? I'm gonna get I'm gonna get rid of that as soon as I can. Um The way he was talking to him, I was like talking to a dog and I was like, oh, Yeah, yeah and then taught <laughs> Elsa how to do it. Just like yeah, say Ted. Just yeah, just, just call him. He's, like he's an old friend. Better off Ted. Uh, and there were moments in there where, like, when Elsa and Jack Russell uh-huh. were in, were trapped in like the, uh, the 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 mausoleum, the mausoleum, um, where I was like, all right, let's get on with this. Like, this is clear stuff. But the the moments with Jack and Ted and Elsa and Ted, I was I don't know. And then it had all the cool stuff that I wanted, which is Elsa. Uh, Kills a person with somebody else's arm. Arm, yeah, no, with oh. his own arm <laughs> yeah. first. Yeah, with his yeah. own arm. That's badass. And like 
did you guys all do the wait is this jessica jones like i knew it wasn't the character jessica jones but i did have the moment of like i thought she was gonna be just because how she was fighting that she was gonna be part of the widows or something mm. just because i was like this has yeah. to be yeah. yeah she did well, she, she did all the, the leg wraps yeah. yeah she looks like a widow for sure yep i was like i know where you got your training from Girls <laughs> that's fight where like you this. went you went away from the bloodstone and went to get that training <laughs> i didn't love the performance i know a lot of people are all about the actress but I didn't love it. I thought that she was a little... She left me a little cold. You know who I wanted was Constantine from mm. Sandman. Yeah. I think she would have... Cru- like, she was so close to already being Elsa Bloodstone. I thought she would have been amazing. I want that actress to be every... Uh, every badass British magic fighter. user. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I want to talk a bit about the fighting scenes. We mentioned, you know, her using someone's own hand to murder, but a lot of the scenes were like, um, like when he transforms into a werewolf, you see it based off of just like um, reflections the in the silhouette. light. Oh, I love that. They did it a couple times, and each time, rad. Like the fact that they did it twice wasn't even a bummer. Again, hard to talk about this week with She Hulk coming out and her explaining why they have to do that. But it looks so amazing with the, like the lightning flashing right. and like mm-hmm. the, the just, lights were flickering. And so we just see the silhouette. Just try a little instead of making a bad joke about it. Right. Uh, and, and again, leaning into the old horror movie stuff, but like it was so, it felt like you could watch it like at Disneyland on Haunted Mansion. You could yeah. see the transformation happen in the shadows. It was dope. And then speaking of that, like speaking of Ted being CGI, uh, werewolf by night was not. Yeah. That was very clearly Gael Garcia Bernal Loved in that. costume. In... He had the same face. And I was like, yes, <laughs> yes, show me this. And he was like, Row. like that literal actor was going, <laughs> and that's awesome. It, re- it really was that the cheese is uh, a feature, not a bug. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's, that's why you make it black and white. And plus, this is the bloodiest Marvel thing we have watched. And yeah. the, at first, it was like funny. Like, oh, that was like, she, Elsa just keeps slitting people's throats and it's kind of yeah. funny and then uh jack is murdering uh-huh. motherfuckers and the camera gets covered in blood and you're like oh like yeah. an order horror movie and then more in blood and more in blood yeah. so you're like um <laughs> but they they do their due diligence of giving these monster hunters and these soldiers or these servants or whatever please don't do this mm-hmm. you should get out now right this is going to be bad for you and then murdering them they and, are bad mm-hmm. people and then mm-hmm. what do we get at the end uh there's a door closing like a garage door closing yeah. Yeah. of their exit way. But right in front of that garage door, that's a fucking hallway, guys. <laughs> and we got a hallway a fire. Hall- <laughs> I was just surprised by how much like every part of it was enjoyable. Um, the end where they just end up like we get one moment of color and it's mm-hmm. when um, I guess Ted saved him at some point at the end there. As Somewhere Over the Rainbow plays. Yeah. So we have that. When we get in color, Elsa puts it like on the old vinyl yeah. record player. I, other than, well, now we're black and white, like, what, why? It's just that Caitlin was saying, I can't believe how they stuck to their guns and made this look like this movie, uh, this old school type uh-huh. of movie. Which means at the end, I was like, come on, guys. It's, the only thing I can think of is that they were like, this is letting you know you will see these characters yes. in the real MCU. Yeah, that's mm. what I was, once it became in color, I was like, okay, now how are we going to tie this into the MCU? Because if it's in color, that's, that means it's not in the past. It's where we're at right now. Or is it the past mm-hmm. where we know? Like, right. And this sort of made me think, like, we should stop waiting for the Avengers of, like, all of the characters that we built between Avengers movies to be on the same screen with the camera circling. And more like the Simpsons, I think, where, like, you might see Chief Wiggum or you might see Otto, the bus driver. This is how we should start thinking of these characters. Like in the Blade movie, 
he might stop off at Jack, Russell, and Ted's swamp. Yeah, yeah, and like talk to them for a minute. Like I don't, I, I, I'm not expecting big team movies anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm just expecting like we're, a scene. We're gonna build this universe so much that when we need them in the script, we will use them. Well, that's one of my favorite moments in the MCU is Ant Man and Falcon's fight, and then they go back and forth. And it's not, it's just that one scene to be like, see, everybody hangs out. Well, yeah. Do you guys know? Was this always meant to be like just like an hour long special? Or- I don't know, but I know that they're into this and the Nova. Movie slash TV show has now been canceled. Nova, like Nova Core. Nova Core, yeah. yeah. Like the the kid that gets the helmet has been canceled. It's huh. now a special presentation. Oh. And by the way, did we talk about the beginning? Do you two girls know about what that beginning meant? I don't even know if Mike is old enough. The beginning. Yeah, where it's like, and it's like a Marvel special presentation. No. no. Is that like news on the march? No, it's no. like when I was a kid and like. Uh, prime time was going to be interrupted for like a Christmas cartoon. Okay. Like, oh. bup, 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 uh, CBS special presentation. Hmm. I did uh, talk about the beginning. What won me over is the normal Marvel in black and white, but normal Marvel music, normal Marvel thing. And then the scratches and the scream. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, I'm already fucking <laughs> in on this. I, I want them to do this because I think their shows have been weaker than good overall. Uh, and this is. Get in and out in an hour, and we can do weirder shit. No, I, I mean, like, in my head, the show creators were like, well, do you have a movie or a TV show? They're like, uh, no, I just have, I have a 55-minute story. Can I please just tell my story? Yes. Mm-hmm. And they were like, yes, you can. That's awesome. But yeah. it is one of the things, and maybe because I know Nova more, is I'm like, doesn't he deserve a movie, though? Yeah. And can't Werewolf by Night just have an hour-long thing? <laughs> like. <laughs> Um, that is about all the time we have to talk about it, though. But new new feature guys main segments do have moments of the week. So, um, Caitlin, I'm gonna start with you. Do you got a moment of the week? Um, I have a couple, but I'm gonna go to the one where blood the Bloodstone daughter can't remember her name. Um, she shoots the person with an arm. Oh, she yeah. like yeah. uses someone's arm to shoot someone and take them down. It was really cool. Then uses the dead body in order to hide herself. Love that all. It was but very she fun. Didn't say, she didn't say, like, I'm the sergeant at arms, or like, I'm <laughs> armed and dangerous. Okay, you know what? Bullshit Even, movie now. <laughs> I was going to say, you got a big laugh out of this one, so maybe it was a mistake. Um, were those your two? Yeah, that was my two, but I feel like they're going to say more, and I'm going to be like, that should have been mine. <laughs> it should have been it. We'll just call them out as we say them. Yeah. Okay. That's uh, mine too, first. <laughs> yeah, me, me too. I totally thought about that. Um, Ryan, what's yours? I have a lot. Um, <laughs> the fucking axe guy. Mm-hmm. Who slammed Elsa's head into the oh, wall? Oh man, a million How times. How did we not see her brains everywhere? That and was Elsa wild. was just like, "What up?" And then <laughs> got up like, ah, I was in on Elsa there. I uh, the fact that it took me so long to figure out that the monster hunters were actually going to be hunting each other. Mm-hmm. It took me a long time to figure out that like they're the actual like Ted's they're good the guy. They're the monsters. Mm-hmm. Um, when Elsa and Jack are locked in the what do you call it mausoleum. Mausoleum. All the caskets have names in the front and they're movie marquees. Sick. Like they look like lit movie titles. Did you guys see the one name that we could see so many times? Did you see what it said? What yeah. McDougal? <laughs> <laughs> that is it. It was McDougal. 
Um, there's a part where Jack Russell is in the cage and he's like, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. And he scratch before we know he's a werewolf. Yes. He scratches beside, behind his ear and he just <laughs> loves the fact that he's doing that. From the scratch behind the ear into like, oh, I know how to save you. And he just like grabs her head, just sniffs all over, and she's like, yeah. what the yeah. fuck are you doing? <laughs> um, when the Monster Hunters have gone full eyes wide shut and they're in like a cult with masks on, uh-huh. and Jack is still like, "Hey guys, we should talk." Like, <laughs> you, can't, you can't, you can't talk at that point. That's it. Uh, I love the fact that I He's don't. Still going. Yeah, no, I have a bunch. He didn't love. Uh, I've never seen a werewolf movie where the werewolf had a fight coordinator, but this Jack Russell <laughs> Terrier was just jumping around all over the place. And finally, Mike, one last point. Um, it seems like that gem, the Bloodstone. Named after Elsa and Ulysses Bloodstone, uh-huh. kills monsters. So how good of a monster hunter are you if you, have, you a have gem to be. that already kills monsters? You don't have to be that good. Yeah, Ulysses like, might be kind of a useless prick. Yeah. I don't know. If- <laughs> Ulysses, useless. No. All right, Buster. Cassie, I thought of another one. Can I say it? Yeah, go for it. Brian really inspired me to do more. Um, <laughs> it's the animatronic dad. Yeah. <laughs> the yeah, perfect good. dad, one may say. <laughs> <laughs> and then his old ass butler has to crank him and yeah. looks yeah. so tired. But like, the way he comes out is like watching old Snoop Dogg rap. <laughs> <laughs> the way his arms moved up and down and like, oh god, I loved it so uh, much. Cassie, real quick, Caitlin inspired me to uh, <laughs> to let you know that me and Caitlin covered it, and there's no reason to go on. I think we're done. I with do have more that they didn't <laughs> mention now. Uh, just in oh, general, one more. that old ass uh, butler. Uh, gore is painted on the wall. Did you guys see gore painted on the wall? Yeah, no. great moment of the week. You fucking oh, I read screen rant. <laughs> I saw prick. gore painted on the wall. Who's gore? What's yours? The, the, the villain from Thor Four. Uh, <laughs> the butler uh, and the okay. stepmom the God cackling killing. at the Pirates of the Caribbean dad. Like yeah. he's still alive, still being sycophantish. But I cannot believe none of us have mentioned yet. The flaming tuba oh that marches goodness. with them <laughs> as they go into the kill maze. <laughs> the fluba? The fluba <laughs> is so fucking funny. And that you can t- you only see it the once, but then you hear it every time they're walking in. So that guy hustles back and then walks the next guy in and wow. then hustles back. <laughs> the true hero. Uh, is that a direct challenge to Fury Road? Yes. Of you of guitar? I've got now I want, I got a flaming I want the flaming ska band that both of them are part of. Uh, but it's those little moments are are just sprinkled throughout this whole thing, and that's why it's awesome. Yeah, um, I would say like this is in if we're not talking about TV shows, like this is one of the best movies. Yeah, the MCU has done. Yes, yeah, it was genuinely like all of it delightful. Um, if you want to watch it, it's on Disney Plus. Which um, guys, uh, it's not time to talk about website. Uh, Mike, what's your big website plan? <sighs> My website that i've been working on for a while uh-huh. uh climate change we all know is a big deal mm. oh love where big. this is going pretty big i've decided if you can't beat them join them mm. and okay. it's uh one of the most gorgeous natural resources in the world is the fjords and inspired by the flaming tuba i'm gonna have the flaming fjords we're gonna fill the fjords of uh, Norway with gasoline and light them on fire so they're at least cool to look at and burn this mother down the partying way. So it's kind of like a Kickstarter, kind of like a GoFundMe. Or like a Facebook events page? Yeah. It sounds like a a Fjord Fiesta. It's a Fjord Fiesta uh, sponsored by Ford Fiesta. Uh, So join me and take a Northern Siesta (laughs) at (laughs) FjordFiesta.com. 
and let's burn this motherfucking planet down. Because if we're going to die anyway, let's just say it was definitely our decision. <laughs> well, I wasn't sure I was going to support this, but now you have my full support, which means I'm going to send you over to my friend, cybersprout.net. Um, they're going to ma- help you make a beautiful website because they offer premium hosting that's specifically built for WordPress. They handle security maintenance. They're going to say specifically burnt. Specifically <laughs> for burning the world down. Whenever you want to burn a place, they're there, like, are, gotcha. there are her sponsors, and we're talking good about them. <laughs> they're yeah, great. No. Um, they don't burn down places, but they do migrate <laughs> websites for free. Um, they work hand in hand with you, not flame and flame. They will not burn, um, but they do focus on collaboration. Flame and flame. <laughs> Um, Gold driven design that we reach the right customers. Uh, Cybersprout.net, your partner for a digital world. Coming up next, the pull list. We are back for the pull list where we talk about all the other shows we watched this week. First show starting it off is Stargirl. Uh, On this week's episode of Stargirl, the storyline of Frenemies is in full swing when Yolanda fights Cindy after finding the gambler's laptop in her room. Eventually, Rick joins the fight before Courtney stops it. Cindy reveals to the JSA that Courtney has been teaching Art Boy how to use his ice powers. <laughs> and the team effectively kicks Courtney out of the JSA for a minute. Ooh. Taste Buds, I ask you this. How effective is all this friend drama? Uh, Very. Yeah, dude. I was, <laughs> I was for Clint there, the entire time. There's so many moments when Yolanda and Cindy are fighting. One, the fighting is dope in this episode. They're fighting and Cindy's like, I didn't kill him. I had to figure out what was going on, and I was going to tell you, and Yolanda's like, it's too late. She does not give a shit what the truth is anymore. She wants to beat Cindy's ass. And then Rick basically recreates that moment. He shows up and goes, I don't care what's going on. I'm Team Yolanda and beats the shit yeah, out of Cindy. Yeah, wow. and like, the thing is, like The thing that blew me away about this is that Courtney landed and blew everyone away. Yeah. Not like figuratively with her words, but literally she with her weapon. She is the strongest. Weapon. They are kids, and, and she is a tank. So like, she's clearly the most powerful. And they were still like, "No, but you suck." And she was like, instead of saying, "Yeah, but I could fucking destroy all of you right now," she was like, she started, yeah, to well. <laughs> One of the hardest moments is when because the, 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 there's a lot of like interspersed fighting and then talking. Which I guess is most of our shows. That's how me and you were. <laughs> but it, it worked so well. And then they, they, she stops them fighting. And then she's like, I don't know what's going on. Maybe I should take a break. And Sylvester should lead the team. And Yolanda goes, he already is. Like in the cattiest fucking mm, stab you in the gut way. Cattiest, really? The black cattiest. <laughs> um, this was absolutely a Yolanda episode. Uh, she had so many moments. She, had, uh, she was going to talk to her priest. Uh-huh. And... Uh, the priest was like, you know, in those boxes, what do you call them? Like the confessionals. Confessional. And she was like, um, the priest was like, I guess I forgive you. And she's like, for what you've done. I don't want forgiveness for what I've done. I want forgiveness for what I'm about to she do. She met Murdoch his ass. Yeah. That is a direct quote she from formed. Daredevil. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then also towards the end, Beth is like, uh, Yolanda, should I let my parents in on this? Would you? And she was like, hell no. But my parents suck. <laughs> yeah. and she, she, said, hell no. she said, hell no, leaves and pokes her head back in and says, my parents suck. And then leaves again. <laughs> it was so funny. Yeah. It, it was uh, a reminder of why Yolanda's awesome. Yes. And this actress Which rules. is, I think, what we needed at this point. Because she's been so mopey and shitty for this season. Yeah. Uh, and Rick is, too. But that's just how Rick is. I... Do you like so the the show the episode starts out with Rick with a timer because his hour powers are uh the superhero power hour powers. Um 
are he's trying to like maximize them. Well, and he goes past an hour. It's been on the fritz, and so he's like, I'm going to take out the inhibitor. And if you remember all the way back to like episode three of this whole show, which you know I do, I think his dad put the inhibitor in because strength is a drug. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And instead, we just get a sweet montage of him gym ratting it up. Uh, and <laughs> With he's no so spotter, upset. by the way, which is dangerous. I, I was convinced, like after he was like win, 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 and we haven't seen Rick win a lot when it was like at one oh seven. I thought the five hundred pound thing that was over his head. I was like fucking break and snap his fucking neck <laughs> it's just that mike when i'm when i'm at the gym lifting so many weights mm-hmm. so many poundages i have a spotter because i know that i can hold up like 500 600 700 pounds but right. i want somebody there just yeah, to somebody's got to spot it, it. I, I, and like, instagram not a, not a spotter so much as like somebody to take pictures of my right. strength a witness can i get a, a spotter yeah yeah uh <laughs> i don't think that they did enough with the hour power. I thought that that was like such an interesting way to add drama to a scene. Uh huh. And they really didn't do that much with it. And now I think it's over. You think it's over? Yeah. I think it's starting a storyline. Uh, I think we're going to watch him get addicted to strength. I think that they, the team just wanted a Superman and now he is that. Just is that? Or no. Or Black Adam. No, I think he's going to. The thing I just said, you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're, we might finally see something interesting happen with Rick. Uh, towards the end, after Courtney comes to tears in like one of the most effective I'm going to cry moments that I've seen out of any of the actors on our shows, she leaves the JSA. Uh-huh. And she's alone in her room. Here's a knock on her door. And she's like, Pat, I don't want any. And it's Sylvester. Uh-huh. And Sylvester talks to her. And now do I like Sylvester? Uh-oh. It was a great Sylvester scene. Possibly the only good Sylvester of seeing him be good. Two interesting things there was he kept saying, you and I are so similar. And I was like, you are not as good as Courtney. You fucking shut the fuck up. Uh, two things that made it be like, I think it's supposed to feel good, but will be bad inevitably, is one, Pat overheard it. And now Pat is hurt that she wants to Sylvester not hurt him. They, they didn't like belabor that point. No, it was so she, subtle. She realized that Pat heard it and yes. then like moved on, which was crazy. And Pat just looked hurt for a second. And then other things are no, happening. No, Sylvester's the greatest. Uh, a, a, a dangerous moment, and if he's like, no, you and I are the same, and Courtney is the beacon of hope and truth here, is if she does start to go darker, is uh, Sylvester said, they can't kick you out. You are the Justice yeah. Society. And it's like, oh, no, I do think the most powerful person probably needs her weaker friends to rein her in a little right. sometimes. So to know that you can be kicked out, therefore you are on the side of right all the time. And if all this leads up into her being like, I can do what I want, That'll be awesome and brutal and make the Sylvester stuff worth it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I agree. How are you feeling about uh, the young all-stars trying to court Cindy I don't, to join That's them? not part of the show. <laughs> no, Look, I'm done. I'm not talking about it anymore. Uh, pay pigs know that we had a whole fucking uh, <laughs> cast pen about the Disney uh, movies. Uh-huh. What, what the fuck? Disney original, original movies. The dogs. Disney original goobies. <laughs> uh, the dogs. Uh, I'm not de- I, like I'm not even talking about them anymore. Normally, I'm gonna ignore you. Uh, normally, I agree, but I do think them talking to Zeke and that we find out he learned to waltz with the Duchess of Liechtenstein. <laughs> in, uh, <laughs> and then you could just say that about anything. I fucking hate you so much. Uh, <laughs> I, I will give them. And then credit. them trying to give her. It's the Cindy elevates their scenes. Them trying to like seduce her into joining their junior team and her just uh, mean girlness. Uh, Cindy Berman. Yes. The best part of the show? Yeah. No shit. 
Uh, I will give them credit for uh, doing this one thing where uh, the genie kid says, we brought her candies. Uh, well, what if she doesn't like candies? And then the... New York 40-year-old. <laughs> the New York 12-year-old. The, the Wario is like, well, maybe she eats flowers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't do that, Mike. See how that feels? That was clearly in revenge of what I did. Some sort of friend is trying to have a conversation and you just shut it down. It felt bad. It feels bad I, I, but to mine, be your friend. Mine was a little more organic. Yours was out of nowhere. Mm. Out of pocket. Sure. Straight out of pocket. Do we go to moments of the week? Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> Ryan, what's yours? Um, my moment of the week. I have a couple, Cassie. Fair enough. Uh, one of them is uh, Cindy's like, I didn't kill the gambler. I promise. I have an explanation. I promise. Bye. And then runs away <laughs> constantly. And I know that we're trying to create drama in a show, but she should really explain what she was doing there. I also think if two psychos are going to beat your ass, and if you retract back enough to a year and a half in high school, they kind of deserve to i would also run away like cindy does there my also moment of the week is a non-moment of the week because uh art kid uh-huh. art boy art boy, boy mm-hmm. is uh trying to figure out his ice powers and he with his ice powers designs his dad a statue of his dad mm. and he says look at courtney this is my dad <laughs> and then it cuts to the statue and courtney didn't say was your dad water mcdroopy face because <laughs> it starts melting immediately <laughs> Mike, what's your moment of the week? Uh, I also have a couple as dictates. One that the Yolanda, he already has been uh, about Sylvester leading the team. Mm. I thought it was brutal and awesome. But the Pat and Barb. Yolanda's out for blood, dude. Everybody's blood. Uh, Pat and Barbara go talk to the grandpa Uh, and grandma Ma Kent's. And all of them playing the, I know what you know. Do you know what I know? Our kids are dating. How are we going to deal with this? Everybody's polite. Like back and forth. We eat lutefisk. Uh it was delightful. I, I thought it was awesome. And I love the grandpa being like, no, I'm not going to poison our guests. And the grandma's <laughs> like, you should definitely poison our guests. But neither one of them, one of them eats lutefisk, not because they're nervous about the poison, but because that sounds – it's it's fish pudding. It's that fish pudding that's like salted. It's cooked because it's so salted or something. Yeah. Like It's Gross. insane. Uh, I also want to learn other languages so badly because – no, because ceviche is delicious. Uh they just openly talk German in front of them. And yeah. I'm like, oh, it's not rude if you just talk in front of people in <laughs> a language they, you know they can't understand. Um, Stargirl is Wednesdays on the CW. Our next show is Pennyworth. On episode three of Pennyworth, at Jessica's parents' funeral, things get a little wild when Dave gives the best funeral speech ever. He admits to shooting Jessica and attempts uh, to clear her name and say to everyone that she's not mad when he does so. Meanwhile, Daddy Bats gets his mind controlled and tries to kill Martha. On episode four, we start off with Alfie laying some pipe. (laughs) Grandpa Bats tells Alfie and his friends to spring Daddy Bats out of jail after, you know, almost killing Mama Bats. And uh, Virginia, a.k.a. Grandpa Bats' sugar baby, gets all mad uh, when she finds out that Martha is still alive. We find out Sugar Sugar Baby is actually a CIA agent who has dirt on Daddy Bats and has uh, has been the one behind the poisonings. In the end, they stop her, and David fucks Sally, and Alfie fucks Sandra. Taste buds, I ask you this. Did you know that Butler fucks so much? (laughs) Yeah. They're not called Butler for nothing. The Butler. (laughs) The Butler. The Butler fucks. This might be the new Riverdale, where it's... 
more fun to hear about it. I yeah. read the first one and I was like, what the fuck is going on? And then I read the second one and I was like, oh, okay, this is fucking wild. And then there was a lot of, there's a lot more fucking that I didn't include. I also think it's a lot like Riverdale in that the main character is the most boring mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you have to watch the uh, supporting characters. That's yeah. where it's at. Yeah. Like Seinfeld. I've I've watched most of the first two seasons, unfortunately, and hearing you guys describe the third season is my favorite part of Pennyworth so far. <laughs> it's Riverdale, then it's River. Yeah. Uh, if you do want to watch it, though, it's Thursdays on HBO Max. Our next show is The Walking Dead. Uh, on this week's episode of The Walking Dead, the Commonwealth celebrates Founders Day. Taste buds, I ask you this. What Walking Dead-themed gift did you get me for Founders Day? We'll start with you, Cassie. A mm, uh, baseball bat. A baseball bat with... Nothing. Just no, a, just just a, a baseball, bat. baseball bat. I just okay. like a, it's like a one for a wiffle ball. Actually, oh, it's not okay. even like a real. wiffle ball bat. Yeah, Mike. The skull of your first wife you thought had died years before, but she actually hadn't. Equal level. Caitlin. I have <laughs> no follow-ups. <laughs> a never-ending show for you, Ryan. Oh my god. It will end though, right? Someday, never, someday, no, never, someday. Come on, ever. please, no, nope. you can, don't. Come on, we'll never end. Come on, bro, someday. There may be a spinoff, but it never end. And now Founders Day, that's connected to what was Walking Dead Babies called? Walking Dead Babies. <laughs> uh, they had Founders Day, so the the shows are finally starting to meld and relate oh, to each other a little harder. Interesting. Dang, your mind is crazy for remembering that shit. If you see Walking Dead Babies too many times, they're going to make a spinoff, and we're going to have another show called <laughs> Walking Dead We watched that shit it's already. like Beyond the Walking Dead or something like but that. Walking wa- Dead, was that what it was called? Walking Dead Beyond? Yes. I don't know. One of, the, one of them. But like, they're now going to take Walking Dead Babies that no. they heard on our phones. Like. I want a cartoon of Rick <laughs> and Michonne as children fighting baby zombies, and then also like going to space, like recreating it's like Star Rugrats. Wars. Yeah. What if the baby well, version like is the best babies. version? Ooh. Gotta watch it. This one's on Sundays on AMC, though. Our final show of the week is She-Hulk. On the season finale of She-Hulk, Jen is forced to wear a power inhibitor, so she decides to visit the Abomination Zen Retreat to escape the media frenzy. Meanwhile, Pug and Nikki sneak into the Intelligentsia meeting to take down the evil bros. We find out that one of Jen's dates, Todd, is actually hulking, and the event is being held at the Abomination's property. Things get wild when the two stories collide, and She-Hulk decides to write her own ending. Wait, she things s- get wild? I'm sorry. <laughs> she smashes through the Disney Plus fourth wall and takes with and talks to Kevin to fix her storyline. Taste buds, I ask you this. Was She-Hulk breaking the fourth wall to keep... Uh, keep was it good or bad? <laughs> <laughs> what are you, a She-Hulk writer? <laughs> Honestly, though, that's a good question. I was blown away, but that doesn't mean good. Was this good or the, bad? I will say She-Hulk literally punching through the Disney Plus menu is yeah. my favorite fourth wall break of the show. It Deadpool felt, never had those balls. It felt like the She-Hulk comics, like ripping letters pages down and stuff. Uh, more than oh, somebody her. went on comics rant. More than her. <laughs> oh, see, when I did it earlier, that was organic and a real website. And it just feels like this is revenge right now. Double revenge. Uh, Wait, did I just have double revenge again? Just try to double revenge me. And I lost my point, so fucking pick it up. Uh, I'm not a Scott van, Mike. <laughs> just do that whenever you ask. I thought that it was... Here's okay, so let's let's talk about this as a episode of two halves. One is the end of She-Hulk, and the other is the end of the MCU as we know it. Mm-hmm. Um, I was 
blown away by the Disney Plus menu bounty. Uh-huh. And then we got to meet literally, literally Jessica Gao was there in the writer's room. Like we got to see She-Hulk talk to Jessica Gao. And then meet Kevin, who was not Kevin Feige like we thought, but that was that was a fun twist for me. But I did love the Kevin that we met. The AI did have a baseball cap looking thing yes. on his head. And the hands. Like uh, I think Kevin yes. Feige when he talks, yes. he just has these hands <laughs> yeah. that the robot like sort of had. There was just I hope part of him thing. is a little hurt. And <laughs> <laughs> You guys didn't ask me. <laughs> I was of two minds. I was like, I was stoked that the MCU was going here and like talking about themselves, but I kept comparing it to the distinguished competition. I kept comparing it to Harley Quinn, and mm. it, there's no bite here. Pales. There's mm. no bite. It's all safe dings. Yeah, because they're all the dings are stuff people have said for years. Right. That Marvel isn't actually eating its own tail and being like, no, here's stuff you thought you could criticize us. Here's stuff you haven't even thought of. Before. I mean, I think that like DCEU. People watch Harley Quinn and hurt. Yes. Like they hurt in their chest. <laughs> and MCU uh, creators watch this episode of She-Hulk and they're like, yeah, <laughs> that's what we did. But I also wonder, like, after you call out all your bullshit that is true of how endings suck and it's too CGI and these plot lines don't make sense together, I don't believe that the MCU will change. But now it feels like you have to after you've called it out. No, no, no. It's like we don't have to change because we've called it out. And yeah. I disagree. I think now that you've pointed out that you know you're kind of lazy, you better change. But like I think they did it in this episode. And I love what they did. I loved watching I love watching my wife watch this episode. <laughs> like with her hands clasped through her mouth, like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> I don't know what's happening. Uh she sounds like a uh female Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> but uh that's why you married her. Like getting there, uh, we got She Hulk or Jen was like, um, I want my own ending. I want to do what what I deserve. And then erased a bunch of stuff. And then had the most cliche ending of all time. Like Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, but they brought back Daredevil. Yes. And that I was, was good. so excited because I was not expecting Daredevil to come back again. I was like, he's this is one episode thing. And she was like, and I want Daredevil. And I was like, I want Daredevil too, Jen. <laughs> Thank you. Give me more Daredevil. Thank you. And not just in that action moment where he just lands yeah. and he doesn't know what to do, but at the family picnic. Yes, at the family. fucking Fast and the Furious barbecue. Ah, <laughs> God. Corona. La Familia. And I couldn't be happier with that ending. But it was, I do think... Do you guys think it was a little jarring, though? Like, her jumping into the... It sounds like you kind of loved it. I, I liked that part. Yeah. Her breaking, like, literally swinging and, and acrobating through the menu. It's the stuff that came after. If you're like, wow, these actors can't act because they can't. I'd be fine with hiring actors who look like the writers. That scene sucked. Oh, in the writer's room? Yeah, yeah it, that it's one was like, rough. It was like Hello, children Jay. theater. How are you? And the ha, 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 we are all <laughs> laughing now. Uh, except for the black guy who was like next to her the whole time. I think they put him front and center because that guy can actually act like a human being. It was like it was like watching Russian people try to be American. Yes. <laughs> uh, and then her ending was not better than right. Hulk and uh, they just went bro to a, Hulk. They went to a different uh, like chalk ending. Like this yeah. is how chalk endings are. It's like, oh, police are here. We did it all. Like no, like end your story, end your story, Jen. And and my issue started with the beginning where the, the world was acting like she did Hulk out and mm-hmm. kill people in the last episode, and all she did was punch the TV down so people couldn't see her illegally recorded sex tape. Yeah, I really wanted this episode someone to point that out and be like, no, wh- how you reacted was valid. Like there was no one in this episode that was like that was. Valid. There was one person. 
And that's Renee Elise Goldsberry, Goldsberry. who was very underutilized. But she's like the uh, uh, top lawyer of her firm who said, no, you're not a normal person. You're a Hulk Hulk out of control. Yeah. But she wasn't. And I wish she had been. Yeah. Though I did, I have to say, so I I think this episode was not nearly as good as last week's, but I fucking loved the 1970s Hulk trailer. Oh, yeah. I I watched that show a lot as a kid, and I was deaf jamming all around my living room as it was going on. Cassie, I don't know if Caitlin was on the show at this point, but you were when we had to watch that 70s show. Yeah. Did you... As soon as she was in the little like X-ray chair moving around, I was like, "No, they fucking did it." Jen Walters. <laughs> and then they, when they did the like Hulk face and her face right next to each other, I was like, "Wow, that's beautiful." They nailed it. Did you guys watching the big Hulk, the big girl Hulk? Did you wish that yes. they didn't use CGI? Yeah, it made me bummed out that they used CGI this whole legit, time. That was the first thing I thought. I was like, "This is fun. I yeah. like this. this I like. I can watch better. this." <laughs> and I had just watched Werewolf by Night like right before this, so I was like, "Oh." We're all black and white now. I'm down with this. Yeah, it was way better. Especially if you're going to be goofy, which She-Hulk has tried to be the whole time. Lean into it and yeah. just Should've get been. a big bodybuilder. But like a lot of it, like a lot of the season is like, you know, She-Hulk is hot as hell and can get that D. So uh-huh. I don't know if like that would, could and, that yeah, Hulk but get the D? But if that could get some D, Cassie, like <laughs> some people can't. Are, <laughs> no, some people would be hell into that. And I want as much Meslani as possible. So like to see her as a CGI creature is, I guess, cool. But like I... Well, looking back, I think that would have been awesome if they did Tatiana Maslany as Jen Walters and this actress as She-Hulk. Mm-hmm. She Hulk. She looks great in that dress. Yeah. Great in that dress. Rawr! Yeah. Like, Rawr! She, she uh, how do you guys feel that today, as we record, it was announced that it is getting a second season? Are you into oh, it? Cool. I'm oh. down. I'm excited. We've talked all season about how fucking jacked up this this whole season was. Like, yeah, it was thrown to shit. And I think that if like they're like, all right, let's just do a season. We don't have to worry about Jamil, Jamila Jamil. Uh huh. Let's just do it. And I think that whole thing could have been cut completely. Oh yeah, For a sure. lot could have she been. Did not need to be there. Blood stealing could have been cut. Like, and they cut that they by the end of the, the show. They stealing. said or deleted. Yeah, it was... So I do hope that next season they don't even attempt to do a fake Marvel plot, and it yeah. truly is legal comedy. Yeah, I don't want any more fourth wall breaking. Like they've done that. Let's do something else. Let's mm-hmm. do uh, Sheely Mc. Bjork. Shelly McBjork. <laughs> Rolls off the tongue. But yeah, I mean, just because I love uh, like Tatiana as She-Hulk and like it is their chance at a comedy. So if they get it, I'm stoked. I hope I have high hopes for the second season, I guess. I she kinda... kept like coming to realizations and sticking her tongue out. Oh, uh, that I'm was so glad you that. said that and I didn't. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Her, her it's worse tongue out of the side together. of her mouth. <laughs> it's oh. terrible. <laughs> This Did you is guys the not worst. notice this? No, no. I, I noticed it. I thought it was fun. <laughs> it was fun. <laughs> it was only fun, and that's where it stops. It's fun. We now got to go to the moments of the week. <laughs> Caitlin, since you're not a part of this, oh can you please God. tell me your moment of the week? Yeah, let me tell you my moment of the week. <laughs> um, obviously, Cassie, it's when at the very end, Tatiana, or, or yeah, Jen. Tatiana. Tatiana, no. Jen decides to write her own ending, and she includes Daredevil, and then we just get an ending full of just Daredevil and, like, Matt Murdock sitting around the table, getting, like, shit on by the parents as she's living at home, just like, when are you guys going to get married? He's like, I'm only here for a week. It's so As good. a father oh. of a daughter, I can't imagine the conversation that I'm having at a barbecue where I'm like, when are you going to impregnate my daughter? <laughs> That's Fuck so raw, good sir. 
Okay, but when you see that man walking to your barbecue, you're like, yeah. <laughs> That's what you need her to lock up the good ones. Yeah. So. <laughs> did, you guys, did you guys hear about the new Mike Gravano solo album? Fuck raw, good sir. <laughs> I heard it was really good. Fuck raw, good sir. <laughs> Breaking high on Fishfork. <laughs> it's kind of genre breaking. I feel like I need a draw pad version of that. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, what's your moment of the week? Uh, I have two. One very small moment is, uh, so Jen gets fired, has to move back home, and her dad just fully sprays paparazzi with a garden oh, hose. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> I love her dad Get so off much. my lawn. Yeah. He's like, we're in a drought. But <laughs> I don't like, care. I got water care? to burn. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he says, I like got water pressure. cowboy. <laughs> and then uh, the other moment is Jen saying, I smash fourth walls, bad endings, and looks at the camera and says, and sometimes Matt Murdock. Yeah. And then yeah. gives us, the classic tongue out of the side of her no. mouth. <laughs> Do you want that as a gift, Mike? Is yes. That, <laughs> that was very good. We've all screamed the while Christmas watching. Christmas gift to that. me. How dare you? <laughs> Ryan, I'm scared now, but what's your moment of the week? Uh, I'm going to do all pug related. Absolutely oh, MVP pug. of this episode. Um, him going in and being like, no, I can't. I can't. <laughs> I can't be like these people. What if I wear an, uh, uh, an ear pod and... Uh, Ginger, yeah, is like no, they they all will you have won't be one. the only. Is her name Nikki? Nikki Ginger's the Ginger, Ginger Gonzaga's the actress. The actress. Oh, okay. Um, and then just uh, going in like, well, I also hate females. Well, that's a great moment. Is her being like, oh, also call women females. Then he went, yeah, oh. he's, he's like, Ugh. <laughs> and his like pump up to walk into the room, like into the circle, like he starts to approach and He's like, I can't. She's like, you better fucking get in. Yeah. There. <laughs> It's like, it's, it's, like, it's, it's like jump rope. It's like double dutch. It's like, <laughs> here I go. Oh, I think girls are stupid. <laughs> Females, am I right? <laughs> uh, my moment of the week is just uh, the, the Kevin robot, just because I love it. I found it delightful that Kevin was a little hanging robot with his little prayer arms hanging out. Were you guys and expecting an actual Kevin Feige to show up? I yes. thought oh, Kevin yeah. Feige would be there. Sure. I, I was a thousand percent, Actually, too. It got spoiled for me. I read a tweet about oh. it, and I thought that Feige was there for sure. Really? <laughs> well, and, and, and it goes so much to She-Hulk history of, she is yelled at was it John Byrne like yeah and with Grant Morrison and Animal Man, Man Animal Man there's like history of writers putting themselves in and their comic characters screaming at them mm-hmm. and so it would make a lot of sense if Kevin was like yeah we made money I don't give a shit anymore. yeah <laughs> just put me in I don't care on Twitter there's a lot of uh, pictures of She-Hulk comics where she would rip down her page that she was on mm-hmm. and she ripped it down and then she was on the ads on the in like the last two pages of a comic book so it would just like list all the comic books you could buy, and she was just, just like on those pages. She was like, "I don't know what I'm supposed to do at this point. I think I've ripped through too many pages. Like <laughs> it's a She-Hulk thing to do." Yeah, she used to yell at Burn a lot. I think that was his kink. Is I'm going to create a character who will scream at me and tell me I'm bad at my job. Hey, look, it's hot as fuck, man. <laughs> Especially when that tongue goes outside of the side of the mouth. It burns <sighs> me hard, and I'm going to go to the John. <laughs> On this note, unfortunately, Ryan. we are ending. <laughs> if you want to watch it, look at Thursdays on Disney Plus. Uh, that's it for the poll list, which means it's now time for some X tests. Welcome to Eggs Tasmania, bitch, a mini show within a show where we take an in-depth, episode-by-episode look at Fox's seminal and underrated early morning soap opera from the mid-90s X-Men, the animated series. On Xavier Remembers, we see flashes of Charles's life we somehow haven't seen in dozens of other episodes about his past. Xavier is having a nightmare, and all of the other X-Men wake up to help, but are attacked by his greatest fears. Uh... It turns out he's in a coma and they're all fine, but something is keeping him trapped in a blend of memories and fantasy. 
Um, but yeah, when it does open up, it is with Charles sleeping in just like a time rift. And yeah, he's he's in a coma and he's like, mm, Charles. But what I want to start with is how all seven X-Men open their bedroom doors at the exact same uh-huh. time to come out in their PJs and be like, hey, Charles, what's going and on? Wolverine, of course, his PJs are just boxers. You can totally see the lump of his dode through. <laughs> yeah, and he's like walking out like dick forward. Like, <laughs> Did you know there. his dick he's had three claws? Everybody's stepdad. <laughs> But it's not all seven of them. Everybody is in pajamas except for fucking Cyclops. Yeah, Cyclops. <laughs> I'm here, Professor. Was, was he on like Nightwatch? Why is he <laughs> full no. on guard That's duty? how he sleeps. That's how he's awake. He's fucking ready at any moment whenever Daddy Charles needs him. And also the fact that Rogue and Gambit weren't there. Were they just railing somewhere? Yeah. <laughs> they're in the basement and they're like, don't. Just don't go upstairs. Like, we're fine. There's enough <laughs> mutant heroes upstairs right. that we, we don't can, have to handle and this. Because they can't actually, rather, they're just like jerking off next to each other, right? Right. <laughs> I, this is what I think about when I watch this children's cartoon. Gambit's rubbing playing cards uh, against his penis. He loves all the little paper cuts. <laughs> God, oh, that's not my Gambit. nightmare. Call me Gambit. <laughs> but and Rogue is laying there alone saying. <laughs> Please, I wish I could be touched. It's it's adorable. It's a rom-com. It's a rom-com for sure. Um, but yeah, when everybody runs out, we do see they start living out their fears. Wolverine's fear is running into Sabretooth. Sabretooth. Yeah. Um, Jubilee is a sentinel because I think she went against him once. So She's going up against but, That's also how she learned she was a mutant. Don't uh, roll your eyes. Like, yeah, no. Sorry. This thing's like four stories tall and <laughs> grabbed her out of a mall, man. Her whole but life changed because of it. Uh, I don't think it's, it's four fair. stories. I think it's five or six or seven stories we have been told about the same sentence. <laughs> but like uh, in the pilot, Jubilee was grabbed by a sentinel. Yeah. So she's reliving the pilot once again. Her, I think, real fear would be no chili fries. <laughs> it's the worst. Um, what if the arcade game had a sticky button? <laughs> Ew. <laughs> Did you guys understand Cyclops' fear? Because in my mind, it was just um, him getting cucked by Mr. Sinister. <laughs> it's what it yeah, like. I think his fear is Sinister trying to have a thruple with him and Gene. <laughs> Like a consensual, <laughs> yeah. polite throuple. Oh, no, I said I liked this. That's and Gene being like, mm, I like it too. Look at them pointy teeth. So uh, your name is Mr. Sinister. <laughs> no. But in this, this is when we find out it is uh, Charles is unconscious and it's not really happening. It's all in his mind. But it, it, he is having side, of, side effects where it looks like he's dying or he's physically dying. He's like telling himself he's dying. Because, yeah, we have an action scene that is clearly false. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mixed with. Professor X rolling in his bed going, ooh, stop. Mm. And, <laughs> and then, I'm going to ask, what at what point, because it's a dream, and then Gene comes in. Is that at the point where it goes from dream to wet dream? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It yeah, always there's... does when Gene comes in for me. Because it, it, it seems like he's like humping the blanket at a certain point. Re- well, I, death and sex are very closely tied together. Sure. Uh, you know, uh, the French call sex the little sex. <laughs> I've heard that. <laughs> you know, the French... <laughs> Uh, we're scared of filming the movie Sex because the shark didn't work. <laughs> Did you know that? I, I didn't know that. Uh, real Gene, real Scott, and real Beast are trying to save Xavier. And also, the most petty, yell- digging at each other, like all of them who normally, re- they're the respectful X-Men, these three. And they're like, oh, I thought you were a telepath, Gene. So I th- yeah. And she's like, oh, I thought, Hank, you were a doctor, so maybe you could help. And Cyclops like, just... Punching the wall, being like, why isn't anybody doing anything? <laughs> but, like, do you remember roommates, though? Like, this is how it would actually be. But this is also, I think, why you need a Jubilee or a Wolverine or a Gambit to direct your bullshit at. 
The problem is that Wolverine always touches his temple. Is like, hey guys, can we please? And then claws, and then he just <laughs> shoots him right through his forehead. And then he dies. He then heals. He he's dies, back. and then he heals. He's back. Uh. Back in Dream World with Charles. This is where the dream did start to confuse me because um, he does see his mom and then his mom turns and he's like, all your friends are here too. And it's just the X-Men like in bathing suits. Yeah. Well, so (laughs) we have to bring up again. The poster? The (laughs) X-Men. The infamous poster that we all got our first boners to. The Marvel Marvel Swimsuit Edition of comic books. There's a X-Men beach centerfold of all the (laughs) X-Men in the tightest, skimpiest outfits. Uh, Uh, To be 12 again. Yeah. I mean, at at that point, I didn't care. I was like, Psylocke? Goddamn. But also, Wolverine and Beast? (laughs) Yeah. Look at all those abs. Beast is always only in underwear, but somehow he was sexier at that beach. And when Psylocke was lying there, and my God, was she lying there. Uh, Beast was jumping into the water with Wolverine on his back, and I was like, that counts as sex. I'm in. Like, <laughs> oh, that night, I'm in, dude. I did not expect this episode to go this way. You really, when you saw all the X-Men in sex... I should have known. <laughs> it's all the sex on screen. In, in swimsuits. When you saw all the X-Men in sex. In it, swimsuits. It's also so weird. His mom is like a blue ghost. Yeah, And blue. he goes, something's weird here. Uh, your mom's a blue ghost. <laughs> yeah. Your mom is dead, bro. <laughs> And uh, then that they're all in bathing suits. Uh, oh, that's my point. Uh, him and just like, you're all so real. It's like, why, why is this more real to you, bro? Yeah. it's a, such a weird sex fiend. <laughs> it's a weird time. And then we cut back to like an old past memory of him um, when he ends up meeting another psychic. Um, he's at a market, gets pickpocketed. Whoa, hold on. What does he do? He says, oh, can I have a little bag? And then what does he do? There's a little animal right here. And he pats it on the butt. Does he? Yes. What? The monkey? Yes. Missed him. Missed him. Pats it on the butt. I didn't say any monkey. (laughs) What does he do? He spanks the monkey right there in that scene. He's like, "Oh well, this is just another uh, memory of mine." (laughs) Spanks the monkey. This guy (laughs) is going off this episode. This is Xavier going off. No, Uh, he's jerking off at a nonstop rate. Who isn't? Cassie, do you know who the? Orphan who pickpots him is? Uh, not till because later they explained okay. it. At that moment, I did not know. You didn't see a little white-haired girl? I was just like, I guess there's multiple people white-haired. <laughs> just accepted. Oh, which one of these white-haired citizens <laughs> could this be? But you know what that citizen was not? was a monkey. The one that he met yeah, when he yeah. was buying the bag yeah, yeah. was a monkey, and he spanked it. Um, turns out this How person... How have you guys not seen the sexual innuendos? Uh, we watch time? it differently than you. It's weird. Uh, but yeah, during this, we do find out this, that I think this is when we get the Shadow King reveal. Yes. Um, at that Which, haven't we had a Shadow King episode before? There we was have. a moment where you just see like the dragon or whatever, dragon face him coming at you. I thought the Shadow King is the one who possessed and attacked Storm's nephew. Yes. We've had two Shadow oh, King yes. X-Men X-Taz episodes, and we've had a whole series, an FX series. Right. Of Shadow King. So at this point, I'm a little Shadow King doubt, especially because his power is what fucks you up, man. Like, what do you, what do you hate spiders? Fucking spiders. spiders. <laughs> but it's also, it was so weird for the, the show acted like this is the first time we've seen the Shadow King for them to not be like, remember the last episode? Yeah. A few years ago. But like, it's, it's just, yeah, it's such an easy villain. And for out of nowhere, it was, there's just a rift in Because at some point, we don't know why, Charles hit his head. And that let the Shadow King... Apparently, part of Charles' energy for decades has been to trap the Shadow King 
as a formless, shapeless ghost in the astral plane. That yeah. actually sounds like the comic books. Yeah. This and is that, like the creep, Charles. Yeah. <laughs> the creep. But yeah, during this, once we find it's the Shadow King, um, we find out his plan all along is to get um, Charles to go into whatever the Shadow Realm is or whatever in the astral plane. Just be like a big samurai-looking ghost with a sword. There's... There's the, the astral plane, and then there's a super de duper portal in the astral plane that's <laughs> even <another> scarier, <laughs> that's harder to get out of. And that's the portal oh, he's trying. Comics are dumb. <laughs> to be a writer of cartoons in the 90s, just like, uh, I don't know, my fingers are going, I don't know what to tell you, I'm writing super duper astral plane right now. <laughs> it's super duper extreme astral plane. Um, but yeah, so once he finds that, that out, he starts to wake up a little bit, enough where Gene can break through to him. I guess. Where he says, and I'm going to say this definitively, Gene, please help me because you're clearly more pow- powerful than me. Yes. I am a weak, fucking, bald pussy, and I need your ass right here, right now. Right? Like, this is yeah. the moment where, quote like, for quote. he's clearly not as powerful as Gene Gray. Yeah, but then why does he light Saber later and she doesn't? Because... He's got He's him. a man. He's a man. He's a man. He's got him. He's got the lightsaber. I do like, and this is why I think Gene's more powerful, is I know we're jumping around, but uh, Shadow King turns from, like, ghost face, uh, which is scarier, to, like, super spike armor with a body Shadow King. And so Professor X is like, well, now I'm a samurai. Yeah. And Gene's like, I'm going to stay looking exactly <laughs> how I always look. I'm not going to put children. effort into that. <laughs> it's, a, it's a little bit like the Sandman battle from uh-huh. episode eight of, like, oh, you're a snake? Well, I'm a... Big snake-beating monster with hammers that kill also, snakes. We get a flashback at a certain point to when they first met in their battle, and it was much more... It's clear that they are decades older and more tired. Their first battle, they put effort into it. They changed forms yeah. a lot more often, and now they're like, I Samurai? I don't know. Yeah, their first <laughs> battle, they both turned into, like, Godzillas yeah. and went against each other, and I was like, rad, perfect. And this one, yeah, just like Samurai ghosts. But you love, a, you love a fight where the first person's like, I'm Godzilla, and the other person's like, I'm also Godzilla. I'm another Godzilla. <laughs> I'm a blue Godzilla. What are you, Godzilla. me and my stepbrothers growing up? <laughs> Let's fight. But yeah, we kind of covered the fight. Um, they do both get lightsabers at a time and then wow. just start having a lightsaber battle. Yeah. Um, because why not? Uh, how did else you say lightsaber or lifesaver? Well, one had a lightsaber. The other had a giant mint. Yeah, just like <laughs> put a little candy in your it mouth. Refreshing. They yeah. cracked it at night. It made a cool little like uh, spark. It was a little cool sparky. Little spark. It was fun. A little spark. But they do, um, during this battle, Shadow King starts to go back into the super duper shadow realm, whatever fuck, uh, portal thing. And he's like, I can't go alone. And he starts to try to drag Jean in. Um, Xavier saves her, though. And that's... um, It's tug of war over Jean, right? Eventually. And then Xavier does like a super hug. (laughs) That's like, I'm going to hug you and shoot blue at the same time. Which (laughs) Uh, And then that's what saves her inevitably. Is that what would help me in the fights between me and you? If I'm just like, I shoot blue. And, and hug then, harder. And then, yeah, you would be dead. It sounds like a very kid fight, actually, now that we're re- reading it back. Um, and then after this, they just land back on Earth and um, are kind of catching up on their memories. And Xavier... Sorry, keep going. No, go for it. Oh, We, we, we are skipping over when Xavier is fully out and Shadow King is in his body just floating around. And I went, wait, Xavier could have just floated around this whole time instead of using his big golden wheelchair <laughs> that gets knocked over all the time? <laughs> This is, this is one for the trash bin, I will say. Not a fan? No. It, right? 
It was a rough one. Yeah, I don't like this. And the end, literally the end, we come back to Earth for Xavier just to be like, uh, um, he was Arr. just like, you got to stay. Like, essentially, he was just like, stay on your motherfucking toes. He's <laughs> like, I always got to be vigilant. Stay in my mind. Yeah. He was no, like, he... I'm actually grateful we all almost died because that remind <laughs> me how great the X-Men are. And they all went, what? Yeah. <laughs> His ending speech was insane. It was like, Wild. I'm grateful it all happened because we almost died. And that taught us that if humans are to live, then we are to suffer like they do with God and clouds. And if clouds are to also live and die, then must we breathe? If we breathe, then mutants are not but clouds. Canoomulus clouds. <laughs> and we are to always breathe but die but live but survive. It's clear he watched a different episode than what we watched for that speech to make sense. Yeah. The There's no episode where that speech makes sense, Mike. No, but you just said certainly not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, but that is the end of the episode, so let's go ahead and go on to awards. Uh, Caitlin, can you do the honor and pick the winner for us of each of these? Of course I can. All right, let's go ahead and start with most 90s thing. Ryan, what do you got? Oh, it's, uh, it's, uh, there's, a, uh, there's a point where uh, somebody's imagining a bunch of mutants, and there's a guy. I call him Guido. You might call him Strong, strong Guy. Strong Guy. <laughs> and he's there, and uh, that's 90s as fuck because... Both names, Guido and Strong Guy, are equally insulting in different ways. Yeah. Uh, Mike? Strong Guy is very 90s. I think more 90s is for no reason at all. Shadow King is suddenly covered in all sorts of armored plates on top of armored plates, covered in spikes, Mm. covered in armored plates, covered in spikes. So fucking 90s. His shoulder pads... Oh, man. Intense. A lot of it felt like if you gave it to a kid and they were like, how would you make a person look intimidating? And they were just like, <laughs> armor everywhere. Uh, for most 90s thing, I do have um, mom, ghost mom, to show that she was dead just being blue. Just making <laughs> ghosts blue uh, as a 90s thing. Caitlin? Uh, I'm going to have to give it to Mike. Yes. Um, it reminds me of Ninja Turtles. and Yes. The more shoulder pads you get, the more spikes. <laughs> and the best thing to do is remind you of Ninja Turtles. Yep, always. 90s. I'm just going to be like Shredder for no reason. Like <laughs> <laughs> you get a point. <laughs> All right. Our next award is going to be Best Gasp Line. Mike, what do you got for it? Uh, I, it's Strong Guy. When Strong Guy came on, I gasped. went, Strong Guy! <laughs> <laughs> In that tone, too, I have no doubt. It. I wish it wasn't true. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, what do you got? Mine was uh, in the dream segment. Uh, Jubilee, I think, broke the helmet of a sentinel, and it was just Charles Xavier's yeah. fucking ugly ass laughing head. <laughs> and he was like, ha, ha, ha. "What does that say about Jubilee's fears?" Yeah. <laughs> uh, so that's one. <laughs> my guess line is: I think the moment I watched it, like you guys, was because when we went to Xavier's dream, and it went from his mom just to Storm in a bikini. That's when I got very mm-hmm. confused about what this was going yeah. to be. Yeah. Oh, Cassie, I'm gonna have to give you that point. Thank you so much. I love thinking about my mom and the most beautiful person I've ever met in a bikini. <laughs> yeah. Back and forth and back and forth. <laughs> Wild. Uh, my mom is the most beautiful person I've ever met. So And that's why they're healthiest of us. <laughs> it all works out for me. <laughs> all right. Let's go ahead and move on to best use of power. Ryan, what do you got for it? Um, I believe it's when everything is settled and yet there's seven minutes left in the episode. And Charles Xavier uses the power of speechifying <laughs> to let everyone know. All of the miracles that we have seen that day. And, and Ryan, what, like, what did his speech sound like? He was like, well, I have noticed that I am not racist, nor mutinist. I love mutants and I'm all racist. I don't like sentinels because they're robots that are buttholes. But if we think about it, Sabretooth 
was an imagination of my dreams. Jean Grey. How long hello, do you think we can go on with this? You? Do you think we just let him go? Yeah. Is it my so. okay, cool. No, no, I was done. Perfect, beautiful. In conclusion, Jean <laughs> Grey, your short pants could be shorter. Hello. There there it is. Of Finally, course, that's Charles the end. and I agree on something. That's the end. Uh Mike, what do you got for best use of power? Uh my best use of power is I'm sorry, I got completely distracted by Ryan's fucking speech. <laughs> Uh, it is Gene being like, oh, these little boys have to put on their mind armor. I'm going to just separate them. And oh, the, the mental version of them running at her hands and her just uh, her hands on their foreheads while they're like. For best use of power, I do just have lightsabers. Um, <laughs> when battling in your mind, use a lightsaber. I don't think I'll, uh, there's like a competition here. It's obviously lightsabers, Cassie. Yeah. Obviously. Now I'm playing to the Even more judge. than TMNT. You bring up fucking Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. uh, let's go to LVP. Mike, what do you got for that one? Look, there's so many to choose from in this episode. Yeah. But I do think uh, Cyclops, and I'm normally a Cyclops defender, but his ad- Beast and Gene are trying to help and trying to figure things out. And he just goes, how can you fight something you can't see? And so proper again for the third time, punches the wall with his whole body. Yes. You little whiny shit. Uh, I have the same thing for you. It's, of course, when Cyclops just started hitting a wall while holding back tears. Like, I can't help Papa Xavier. Like, it was the saddest fucking thing. Ryan, also, for you? I I mean, I guess that you guys have that one. But I will uh, bring up a scene that Mike made me watch uh, a second and third time where uh, somebody says something and then Mike and Beast do this. They just You said Mike and Beast like yeah. I'm in the cartoon. <laughs> yeah, well, I was hanging out watching Mike and Beast. I was doing it with him. <laughs> and uh, Scott and Beast just dance like this when they think that something bad is happening. You're saying dance like this. So please use your words. Um, they, they're like, my hands are up and my shoulders go this way. My hands are up and my shoulders go And their heads way. are just like shaking like a toddler back and forth. <laughs> and yeah, I think that if that happens to two members of your team, you're like, you guys are the LVP. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, Caitlin, who are you giving that one to? Um, I think dancing is great, no matter how you decide to express yourself. So, Ryan, you don't get the point. I'm gonna no, give yeah, Savage. I understand that part. I'm gonna give it to Mike because he said it first. Sorry, Kathy. Nope, that, that those are the rules. That's fair. Uh, our final word is gonna be MVP. Ryan, what do you got for it? Oh, it's Gene, uh, who we never made a big deal about this, but at some point, Gene in this show is very clearly more powerful than Chuck, and uh, it's weird watching Chuck come to terms with it and being like. Gene, please. She, like, please come save me. And she is always at this point at his, like, just, like, doing his bidding. But, mm-hmm. like, she is the most powerful. Like, even more than Storm, who we love giving MVP, she's it. She was taken down a lot by her fear in this episode. Storm. Uh, poor Storm was. Yeah. Uh, for MVP, I do also have Gene, obviously, because she's the one who saved him. Mike? It is Jean. Uh I even think, even though they were playing tug of war over her and it seemed like X saved her, you know she boosted him. Like, that was oh, for all sure. for his impotent ego. <laughs> like, And I want to actually... The LVP was... The beginning seg- segment, we thought everybody was going to be attacked by the worst fears, and it was not. And then, towards the end, not shot for shot, but they were all attacked by their worst fears again that were fake. Yeah. Look, Lee Waltz, I love you. Lazy. <laughs> Lazy writing. What if Wolverine was attacked by an ex-girlfriend or something? Like, something nope. that, like... 
What was his actual fear? No, it was the same exact thing. Sabretooth again. Yeah. yeah, he's had a lot of stuff come up in his life, and Sabretooth is his worst one. Yeah. Crazy. Um, but that is... So, Caitlin, who are you going to give that a point to? Uh, I got to give it to Ryan. He said it first. And Thank you for following rules the rules. rules. And That's so the rules, man. The rule is... Uh, Whoever gets the last one is like five points. Uh, no, you still it still counts for the one. Unfortunately, we haven't made that a rule. So you do just have one point yourself, Ryan, and me and Mike tied with two points Up each. Top. Go, buddy! Beating Ryan, it feels so good. It really does specifically feel good so to beat Ryan. Um, well, you guys, that was a successful episode. If I've ever done one um, on this high, I'm gonna personally gonna walk out of the studio. I need all of you guys to walk out. Actually, I can't walk out. I gotta stay here. Oh, I thought we were all just walking in <laughs> sunset. Yeah. Just dropping the do mics. your own commercials, listeners. I have a couple more things to do, but I don't need you guys here Cassie, for it. I, so. Obviously, I'm not gonna walk out. I'm gonna be here with you, right? No, you, you specifically. No, Cassie, like, this you is Ryan here. It. I'm talking like. No, 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 Ryan. Like you first, go ahead and stand on up out of your chair and walk outside, please. Thank you so much. Okay, I do have some very special friends that I brought in. I need a third walk though. I still, I believe I still have Mike in here. Perfect. He's also up. God, because of his wet vagina. I'm sorry. I'm out of here. You get out of here. Okay, I brought in some very good friends though. Here I would like to bring in um, the animatronic body of Ulysses is here to tell me all about some websites. Uh, Ulysses, can you please tell me about some websites? Well, yes, of course I can, Cassie. Thank you for inviting me here to the Pop Filter Studios. (laughs) It is a pleasure to dine with you. (laughs) It's a pleasure to have you here too. Um, we keep telling me about popfilter.co <laughs> is where you can go for all of the things these people do. Add mm-hmm. a slash Amazon to popfilter.co, making popfilter.co slash Amazon. The hand movements are a lot. And that's where you, I wish this was a video podcast sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I bookmark that and shop now. Mm hmm. Patreon.com slash your pop filter for all kinds of bonus things. If you like to be a pay pig. <laughs> I was not ready for him to say pay pig. Of course I would say pay pig. Oh, good, he did it. <laughs> I think that's all of them. <laughs> you nailed it. Thank you so much, Ulysses. It's great. Um, I do also have um, Ted here to tell us about <laughs> our, the other shows on the network. Ted? Can you please tell us about this? Sorry, Ted's really got to bring the mic up. Too. Uh, <laughs> uh-huh. <coughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Thank you. Ted. Thank you, Paul. <laughs> you had that uh, asthma. You had the asthma thing that I needed. Inhaler? Inhaler, <laughs> too. Let me know. It, yes, uh, what is it? So we are there. I'm a monster and I'm inhaler. Oh, okay, make fun of me, if you will. <laughs> I would never. But I need, otherwise, I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm walking around town going like, oh, but no, it's just a little bit of an inhaler. Then I'm like, I'd sound like a normal person. Like right now, I sound like a normal, normal person. person. <laughs> but like, normal. Otherwise, without my inhaler, I'm like, oh. But no, he gave me the inhaler. Yeah. Uh, no, 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 I'm good. Yeah, your agent did tell me you need that inhaler. <sighs> <laughs> yeah, that one. That's the one. <laughs> and now I appreciate you. Uh, I think you give me the inhaler. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, now that you do have the inhaler, can you tell me about the other shows? It's a lot of I'd love to tell you about the other shows. No, get the inhaler again? You already took Oh, no, the inhaler. It's right there. I am so sorry. Oh, my God, I'm so sorry. That was so rude of me. Uh, and I would uh, uh, never want to do that on your podcast. But I will tell you about the other shows that you guys have. Uh-huh. And of course, I am about to do that, which is as follows as is right now. Uh, the other shows that you guys have is... Okay, I, can't, I can't have them on. <laughs> that's, that's a wrap on 10, everyone. Everyone give it up for 10 for being here. I do actually have... <laughs> that was a grave mistake. <laughs> it was. Thank you so much, Ulysses. Um, I do actually have the person in charge of cranking Ulysses Coffin here to help me out finish this um, with the other shows. Um, can you please tell me about these other shows? Sure. Hi, guys. <laughs> <laughs> so glad you invited me in here. My arms you don't have to crank while you talk. I can't stop my arm. Want me to help <laughs> with them? If I don't stop, I think he'll kill me. Okay, fair enough. Then absolutely keep it up. Oh yes. And your question? Uh, other shows, I believe. <laughs> A quarter for the question. A quarter. I would like payment. Yeah, of course. I do have a pocket full of quarters. Here's one quarter for you. Thank you. And the question. <laughs> Other shows on the network? Oh, it's yeah. hard to crank and listen at the same time. Yes. <laughs> Movie of the year. That's one of them. It cranks along just like me. Mm-hmm. Goes through different years. Right now they're on a great year. Ulysses, what year were they on? Two. Thousand and two. (laughs) My shoulder's about to break off. Oh, here's another quarter. Oh, God, thank you. It numbs the pain. (laughs) (laughs) Love me, quarters. (laughs) In the natural 20s is another podcast you should listen to. It cranks along too, even though it doesn't. (laughs) No, it's stuck. We call it Soldier Boy of Podcasts. (laughs) I did not know Ulysses got down to Soldier Boy. (laughs) (laughs) Impressive. All right, we also have, we're on social media. We're at your pop filter. Uh, next week, you guys, you're going to want to be there. We're celebrating a big thing. It is actually the 451st episode of Superhero <laughs> Show Show. And we're giving you exactly what you wanted, which is an email spectacular. So uh, be sure to catch that. Uh, that's it for this week, though. For Mike, I'm Ryan. For Ryan, I'm Mike. For Caitlin, I'm me. And for me, I'm me. Bye, everyone. <laughs> <laughs>